but I knew Kev that at this point virtually everybody is going to give up. Basically, they are going to say this doesn't work, man, I sent 600 videos, it's not working, what's the point? But I knew if I keep going, I will get it. And in the next 27 days, I signed multiple clients and ultimately I achieved my goal, day 90, precisely. What's up, my friend, and welcome to Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. I am your host, Kevin Lowe. 20 years ago, I awoke from a life-saving surgery only to find that I was left completely blind. And since that day, I've learned a lot about life, a lot about living, and a lot about myself. And here on this podcast, I want to share those insights with you. Because friend, if you are still searching for your purpose, still trying to understand why, or still left searching for that next right path to take, we'll consider this to be your stepping stone to get you from where you are to where you want to be. What's going on and welcome back to Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. I am your host as well as transformational life coach, Kevin Lowe. Guys, I am so excited to have you here today because, oh my goodness, we got another awesome guest in the studio waiting on you. His name is Avash Tamanik, coming to us from the Czech Republic. If you have ever thought about starting your own business, ever had the idea in your head that, you know what, maybe there's something more. Maybe I want to do something more, but you haven't. Well, today's interview, it's for you. Because Vash Tamanik is a 25-year-old with having now three seven-figure businesses. The guy is blowing up. But here's what's cool about it is it's not that he discovered some special new app. It's not that he has some incredible backing behind him. No, the guy figured out how to empower himself through his mind. His story is absolutely incredible. Going from a college student to Uber delivery guy to, as I said, seven-figure business owner. But more than what Vosh has done, it's just his overall personality. It's his vibe. It's super cool, super chill. And, well, it's just one of those guys you're like, you know what? I can totally see myself just hanging out with Vosh, grabbing a beer after work, chilling out, relaxing. Because Vosh is just one of those awesome kind of guys. If something said inside of today's episode resonates and you think, You know what? I bet my friend would love to hear this. Well, please go ahead and share today's episode with him. That would mean the world to me. So with all of that said, guys, I got to introduce you to the awesome guy waiting inside. Here is my interview with Avash Tamani. Nobody in my family is an entrepreneur. So I was living in the Czech Republic, small country in Europe. So my beliefs about what's possible were very small. I will go to school, go to university, get corporate job. That was my kind of beliefs that was possible. And the turning point was when I was around the age of 18, my friend gave me the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that book sparked first fire inside of me, telling me, hey, there is more to this and I want to be an entrepreneur. So that was first spark that got it started, but 
as probably many people can relate, I was basically for the next few years just having the idea of starting a business, but actually not doing anything for it. And the second big spark came is my last job was delivering food for Uber Eats. So I was at the university delivering food for Uber Eats to support myself financially. And around that time, I started to meet with other people from the company. So basically the other delivery guys, but they were much older. They were 30, 40, 50. And I could see Kev, how unhappy they are. I could see that they can't provide their families with what they want. They don't have enough time for them. They don't have the lifestyle they once wanted. And I could see how unfulfilled they were. And at that point, there was this big fire inside of me that just sparked this fire to be like, Vaj, we are doing it. Vaj, we are going to start a business right now. There's no more time to wait. And I don't want to end up like these people. So these would be the two points that really changed my life. Yeah, amazing. Now, for those who have not read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, what about that book was so impactful for you? I would honestly say it was more about, hey, the world is much bigger than anything. In a way, you don't need to just have corporate job. You don't need to follow the standard path. You don't need to follow the standard society's advice. So it really showed me, hey, you can be an entrepreneur. You can own houses. You can be wealthy in a way. And that really opened my ideas because I thought rich people are basically inherited or they were lucky or they're special. And I thought I'm not that guy. But that book kind of showed me that it's possible for anyone. Yeah, amazing. Now, that I assume kind of answers my next question in the fact of you have this kind of realization as delivering food for Uber and you're seeing these other people and you're like, I got to do something. And so my first you know, thought was, well, why immediately entrepreneurship rather than I got to really do good in college so that I can get that big corporate career? Mm, because at that point, I was already watching a lot of YouTube videos and reading books. And I really saw that people with Internet are doing all kinds of cool stuff, you know, that. They started the businesses, they are doing what they want, or they are their own boss. And that's the idea I truly like because, yeah, I just like the idea of being the creator of my life and almost creating the conditions that I want, not somebody else telling me how many weeks of vacations I can take each year. So that's why I like that. And I realized college is not going to do much because I was learning more from YouTube than from college, honestly. So, yeah. so I was like, okay, the, this is not going to help much. So I just finished it basically to finish it because it was last year. But on in my free time, I was already working on my own business that by the time I graduated was already profitable and was kind of paying me more than probably some banker, senior banker in the Czech Republic. Wow. Wow. Okay, dude, this is so crazy. <laughs> so cool. Like you, you have that kind of rags to riches type story. <laughs> and, and I mean, the, the headline itself, I mean, you know, Uber driver, college kid to, you know, seven figure business owner. It's like, woo, man, mm -hmm. the journey though, the journey from, that realization you had delivering food to then really getting to a point when 
as you said, graduating college, you're already doing amazing in this business. What was the journey, though? How did you choose what career to get into? How did Mm -hmm. that all start and how did it go? Yeah, great question, Kevin. Yes, it seems so quick, so easy, so good. (laughs) But there were definitely moments that could end it for me and we wouldn't be on this podcast today. And so basically what happened is I was like, okay, what is the industry where you don't need much capital to start with? So basically because I didn't have capital. And and the model I liked the most was agency, whether it's somebody building websites, whether it's somebody delivering advertising agency or something else. And because I was a little bit playing with Facebook advertising, I was like, I will do advertising agency. So that's when I started to buy courses, to get educated, to get better. And of course, the courses gave me more than the college. But what I started to see, Kath, even though I had all the information from the courses, what to do, I wasn't doing it. Mm. Why? Because I had fear of rejection. I had fear of not being good enough. I, I wanted to be 100% ready, which you will never be. <laughs> and and a true moment happened when I, because I had a course before I had a big moment with the other Uber Eats delivery guy. That moment actually sparked the idea, no, we are going to do this first step forward. And that's when I also invested in my back then coach, now best friend and business partner, John, who was much ahead along the journey. And he told me, Vash, you don't need more information about the business. You start. You need to start taking action. <laughs> so he told me to do free actions every single day for the next 90 days. He said, Vash, let's do some form of acquiring new customers. So I decided to record 10 videos every day. So I would every day sit and record 10 personalized videos to potential customers. I didn't want to send generic email. I wanted to be very, very personal. Then I would study sales for two hours because I know when you learn how to sell, it will benefit you greatly in any business model because all businesses sell. And lastly, I would use visualization cap to visualize that I've already achieved my goal. I'm a big believer in visualization. And what happened? 63 days later, I recorded 600 further videos. So 600 further videos. There's a lot of videos. (laughs) (laughs) And what happened? No meetings, no clients, no money in my bank account. So I was nowhere near on paper to achievement of my goal. And people were like, I told you it's not going to work. My parents were like, hey, you should start thinking about getting a job after college. But I knew, Kev, that at this point, virtually everybody is going to give up. Basically, they are going to say, this doesn't work. Man, I sent 600 videos. It's not working. What's the point? But I knew if I keep going, I will get it. And in the next 27 days... I signed multiple clients and ultimately I achieved my goal day 90 precisely. Wow. That was the journey. It was journey of being persistent. It was journey of not giving up. It was journey of every day showing up like the future self because I had to literally change myself because I used to be shy, insecure student. And all of a sudden I would have successful business. I had to start thinking differently. I had to start acting differently to get to where I wanted to go. Yeah, that's amazing. It's 
I, I listened to that, and, and, and the part that I really want to emphasize the power in is is that thing of you gave yourself ninety days, and up until day sixty seven, nothing happened, and then all of a sudden, though, you didn't quit because what if you did quit? Well, then you never gave yourself the chance. But it's kind of like that thing of like, you know, like a compounding effect where, you know, for you keep going, you keep going and, you know, you still have less money than you did, you did. But then all of a sudden, one day it reaches and it exceeds the other value, you know, and I listen to you and I think, isn't that really mindset for us all and whatever we're doing in life is if you quit today. Well, what if tomorrow was going to be the day when everything changed? A hundred percent. A hundred percent because I was one day away. No, so if I quit, I wouldn't be here, first of all. And a lot of people understand the the compounding effect in finances or in investment. Let's say the the best investor of all time, Warren Buffett. If I told, hey, Warren, I invested in stocks. Should I take the profits? After one year, he would say, no, please don't let them there because the the profits will get bigger and bigger as the money compounds over time. And the same is with our actions, but most people don't understand it because I was doing it every day. Almost the action started to compound and I call yeah. it the hockey stick effect. If we look visually or we imagine hockey stick, it's almost flat line, 90%. But then the end of the hockey stick is shooting straight. And that's how I see it. You go to gym for two months and almost you don't see progress. (laughs) But then you go month three and what happens? People start saying, man, how did you lose the weight or how did you get in shape? But it was just compounding effect. The same was here. They asked me, how come you build a business? But they didn't see that first two months, there was none result. I truly believe to build something great or build great habit, we need to be consistent and don't get discouraged, especially the two, three months when it's still compounding under the surface. Yeah, exactly. Now, this this idea of of the 90-day, and you said, what, three actions a day? Exactly, exactly. Do you feel that is something that can be applied to many different scenarios that somebody is embarking on million percent doesn't matter if you want to get in shape if you want to improve your relationship when you want to earn more money you want to progress in your career i call it the four-step framework the first step framework is first you need to know what you want okay that's the vision because if you open google maps today what's the first thing it asks you where you want to go and that's what most people have People don't know. People don't know what they want. They said, I want more money. Okay, here's $50, then get out. You know, be specific. What do you truly want? So first step is what you want. Second step is why you want it. Because a lot of people can set goals, but very few people actually go and execute them or achieve them because they just saw it on Instagram or they think it would be cool. And there's not a strong reason why. My strong reason why when I started was I never want to sit on the bike and deliver food. And it was so strong that I would never give up, even if it took 900 days, not 90 days. 
So second is discovering your reason why. Third step is your what I call 90-day challenge. So what three actions can you do every day so in 90 days you get closer to your vision or you even achieve it? And when I was building the business at the beginning, I had three actions. When I started to grow the business, I had three different actions. If somebody is working on their health, they might have very different free actions as well. But why I like the 90-day challenge, because it's not too long to get discouraged. Like, I want to achieve it in a year, which might get discouraging. But it's also enough to see tangible results. So that's the first step, is set of free actions you will do every day. And last steps, which is crucial, is who do you need to become to get to that goal? Because a lot of people try to create new future by staying the same person, but it never works. You need to upgrade yourself. Like I needed to upgrade myself. I used to be shy. I'm not going to build successful business if I'm shy. You know, if I'm afraid of everything, I'm not going to build a business. So I had to change myself or upgrade myself to get to the next level. And this is four step framework for what I believe for achieving any goal people set for themselves. Wow. So powerful. Yet when, when you break it down like that, I think, wow, I think like any of us could, could at least give that a shot. I mean, you, you've breaking it down into these four steps and, and powerful in each step, but at the same point, it seems like something that we can do. Hmm. You know, and and I feel yeah. like, and I feel like that's the kind of the the initial step is looking at this framework that that you have and realizing, okay, maybe it is doable. Like mm-hmm. he's talking three months, like we can do this, you know. <laughs> and um, so I love that. So talk to me about continuing on with kind of your journey after that ninety days happened. What went on with life at that point yeah so first what happened is basically i use this four steps to get to the next level <laughs> so as it's usually in life we love to progress so as i hit my initial goal i was like okay what's next i said another 90 day challenge and almost i would say 90 percent of the year i'm on 90 day challenge i'm just finishing now one this friday then I'm taking two-week vacation, I will reflect, and I will set another one because I believe it's important for us to, all, of course, enjoy the journey, enjoy life, but at the same time, always have some destination or checkpoint we are going to. So I basically created new 90-day challenge and I continue to grow the business. We grew seven employees and I started to automate it. So I started to remove myself more and more from the business and more people started messaging me. Hey, Vaj, how come you did it so fast, man? You're earning so much and working so little. How are you doing it? <laughs> and almost people wanted me to coach them. And I never even considered it before. And I was like, okay, this person wants to pay me. I was like, okay, I will create some coaching. And what I realized, Kev, is I wasn't coaching them on strategies. It was mostly about the mindset. Because mm. most people know what to do, but they are not doing it. Yes. I tell people that today it's not about information. If we look back in history, only rich people had access to information, like to books, 
because there wasn't any printing machine, so they had to be handwritten. So basically only rich people or wealthy people had access to information. But nowadays, you're one YouTube video away from knowing how to get fit, how to get wealthy, how to raise your children, how to speak better, how to storytell, you know? You're just one video away because information is so freely available. And so I realized it's not about information, it's about application. And a lot of people don't apply because they had some fears. They procrastinate. They are not focused, you know, all of these things. And I started coaching them on this. And all of a sudden, they started to get amazing results. <laughs> and at that point, with my the first mentor, John, I mentioned previously, we decided to start the company that is called Entrepreneur, which is Mindset and Entrepreneur Together. And basically, we started coaching entrepreneurs. And two years later, we now coach over 1,200 people from 62 countries. And these are entrepreneurs that we help with their mindset to achieve their goals. So that's how the journey continues. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, talk to me about the mindset aspect. And specifically, I would love to hear more about visualization. You mentioned that earlier in mm -hmm. meditation. I know that's something huge for you. Kind of dive into that for me. 100%. So I would love to clarify it first because, again, a lot of people confuse it or they think it's a monk sitting on a stone meditating all day <laughs> you know yeah but how i discover it is i started to read in more and more books like hey you should meditate so i was like okay let me start it and i started with 10 minutes a day and first time i did it i thought the timer broke because <laughs> the 10 minutes seems like eternity <laughs> because nowadays we are so overstimulated social media, you know, podcasts, music, books. There are just so much things happening, notifications, that our attention spam is very little and our mind is running like crazy. So I started to do meditation first just for the benefit of being more focused and having calmer mind because most people wake up already thinking about yesterday's mistakes, about what is on their calendar today, what they have to do, who they have to call, and their head is already spinning 5,000 miles per hour. So if you focus just 10 minutes on your breath, what will happen? Your mind will get calmer so you can focus better. You are more clear. You can make better decisions. And also what happens is that throughout the day, you can be more focused so you can produce more. So that was the first benefit, Kev. That's why I started just, hey, it makes sense. It's like training muscle in the gym. Let me train my focus by focusing on my breath 10 minutes a day. And then I started to read a lot about visualization that sports people, Olympic teams, they visualized. They visualized the punch. They visualized the scoring, the point. They visualize defending, whatever it is. Because I read that when you visualize, the body and brain doesn't know the difference. And... A lot of people can test this at home later on is if you close your eyes and you visualize you're standing at top of a skyscraper and you're looking down and there is big fall. If you do it correctly, your palms will start sweating. Your heart will start beating faster, even though you're sitting in your chair. How come? Because your brain doesn't know the difference between what you visualize and what is really happening. So I was like, hmm. 
this makes sense. It means I can experience something that hasn't happened yet, but it will seem like it already happened. So I incorporated visualization that I started to visualize that basically I woke up to clarify my first goal was to hit $10,000 a month with my business. That was the initial goal. So I've never earned that sort of money. I've never had that sort of money before. So I even didn't believe it's possible because I know even in the US it's quite good, but in Czech Republic, 10K is CEO wage. Like it's it's big goal, uh, especially when I was starting. And so basically I would close my eyes in the morning cap and I would visualize that I woke up, I checked my bank account. There is the amount. I ran to the kitchen. I said, mom, dad, I did it. And we celebrated together. And I would replay it in my head over and over and over again. And funny enough, what happened a few weeks later, I started to feel like it's already reality. I started to feel like I'm already a successful business owner. And when that happened, I started to act differently. I started to be more confident on a sales calls. I started to just hold my body differently. I was almost being the successful business owner, not scary student. And that had such impact on my life. And I believe on achieving the goal that I continue visualize every single day. And that's something I teach every single student. So every single student of ours visualizes his goals because I believe in the power of it. Wow. I love that. I have never heard it explained in such a simplistic way, yet so powerful. Again, it kind of kind of comes back to, to what I said earlier is the stuff that you're talking about is so powerful, so monumental, yet it's really simplistic in design. Mm-hmm. And all I can think is, we're so focused on overcomplicating everything where you are really just making it simple. Now, in with that simplicity, when we talk about meditating and, and you kind of alluded to it when you began, it's not the easiest thing in the world if you're not <laughs> used to it. Talk to me about for the person who has never tried to meditate before. Talk to me about how it works or how they might attempt to give that a try. Yes. First, I would love to uncover it by saying that all of us already meditated. It might just be walking a park. If, if, if the listener has a baby, maybe it was a moment you were playing and you were so immersed that you didn't think about what time it is. You didn't think about what's tomorrow, what was yesterday. You're just so in the moment. And the, the thing is with, this type of meditation we speak about, it's, it's so simple. You can't get it wrong, but people think they are doing it wrong because they get distracted. But I want you to emphasize you're doing it right. So what do I mean by that? I want people to put some meditational music, sounds of nature, whatever it is, you know, YouTube, Spotify, I don't care. Put timer for 10 minutes to begin with. And all you do is you... Focus, let's say, at the bottom of your nostrils. You focus on your air coming in and your air coming out. And probably three seconds later, you start thinking about your pet. You start thinking about your child. You start thinking about what's for lunch. You start thinking about, you know, what day is it today? (laughs) So I want you to get distracted 
And I want you to realize, man, I'm thinking about lunch. Let me bring it back to the breath. Seven seconds later, you start thinking about email. You didn't reply. I want you to notice it and bring it back. And what is happening, Kev, you're training almost the muscle of being present, of being focused. And the more you do it, the better you get. I always give the example, people expect perfection. So they get distracted and they say, Vaj, I can't meditate. (laughs) They they say, oh, Vaj, I'm not meant for this. No, you're just so distracted that you need some work to do. It's like if you went for the first time to the gym and you would like to bench press, I'm not going to put 200 pounds on it and say, hey, bro, (laughs) just go and bench. No, (laughs) Uh, we will start with the smallest amount possible. And maybe a year later, you will be able to lift much heavier. Uh, But every week you could progress by a few pounds. And the same is here. I want people to lose the focus after seven seconds. But maybe in a week, it will be 10 seconds. After three weeks, it will be 20 seconds. And what will happen, you will develop such a strong muscle that you go for dinner and the person opposite to you, they're like, man, thank you. You are so present with me. I had so much fun because you are possessing something that nowadays in the TikTok era, in the distraction era, is so rare, which is being present. And so that's how I would start. 10 minutes a day, focus on your breath, get distracted, bring it back, get distracted, bring it back, get distracted, bring it back, and it will get easier and easier. Wow, 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 wow. That's amazing. I think that's something any of us can can try. And so so you, my listener, let's, let's make it our goal. Let's give this a shot. I mean, Vash has some amazing just super tangible things that I think all of us can can try. And so I, I'm game for it, Vosh. You got me excited. You got me excited, man. Love now, it. Yeah. Now, talk to me about, I'm kind of curious, honestly, you being so big with when we're talking about meditating, we're talking about the visualization. Is there anybody or resource or something that like really impacted you? that maybe like that you leaned on as a mentor in this space, or I just am kind of curious how, how that really developed and, and has you so into this? Yeah. So definitely the, I would say the biggest mentor and the person I respect the most is Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is quite big in the United States and he's doing big things also in the health space you know with people standing from wheelchairs people hearing for the first time so he's like he's been greatest asset since i started and i read his book seven eight times you know i went to his seminars multiple times because yeah he's the go-to guy for me in terms of meditation because he's especially he's measuring everything scientifically so it's not some woo-woo stuff it's very tangible and people can clearly see hey this guy used meditation to heal uh, something or to get to the next level. So he's the resource I go to. And this is a big principle I would love to share with people that I'm a big fan of, which is I want people to focus on mastery, not dabbling. Because a lot of people dabble. They learn a bit of from this teacher, a bit from this person, a bit of from 
this person. But what I do, I choose one person and I read every book from them. I listen to every podcast. I just attend all seminars they have. Why? Because I want to master it. I want to become really, really, really good at it, not just a little good. So I think a lot of people nowadays read 15 books, they listen 50 podcasts, and as a result, they know a lot, but again, they don't master it. So that would be my advice is whatever area it is, choose one person you resonate with and go all in on them because there is somebody who already walked the path and they can save you years, if not decades. Wow. Talk about calling us out there, Vash. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like did he see my Audible app and that I've got like <laughs> 10 books that are partially done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is so true. And I really love that. Now, Joe Dispenza, I will be honest in the fact that I do not know who he is until until I found out about you, because you actually, though, you, you talk about this guy, but you would end up speaking on stage with him, correct? Yes. Yeah, so basically, because I, I use his work to to create a lot of things in my life, <laughs> you know, I... So I he used me as a case study, we could say. So I spoke in front of 1,700 people sharing the story. People can find it on YouTube when they just put Joe Dispenza Vash, V-A-S-H. You can listen to it. And yeah, I just believe, honestly, Kev, you should check him out because he is truly doing amazing things for many people. And maybe you want to get inspired by his work as well. Absolutely. So... How did you come to to speak on stage with him? It was, again, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe at some level we created it. But it was like, I just use his work to basically create a relationship in my life, to totally attract a relationship, to create more business, you know, to attract more money, all of these things that many people want. So... I was inside of his some um, Facebook group, so I just shared it, how the process I did it, and I believe I took his teachings and little upgraded it. You know, use a lot of practical stuff, as you can probably hear by this podcast that I'm a very practical guy. And so basically, I shared it in the group, and then I went to Marco Island in Florida for his seminar, and the post got so many. Like kind of responses like, thank you, this was amazing, oh, this makes it so practical. And then they messaged me basically, hey, I saw you, you're in Florida, do you want to speak on stage and share it? I was like, of course, you bet. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I met Dr. Joe Dispenza backstage, and yeah, incredible human, and I just on the, share, on the stage shared the story. So again, I believe it's very important to share with people and it always come back, even though I wasn't expecting anything, of course, but I was just willing to share something totally for free, no strings attached. And it came back somehow. And yeah, I just took it to the next level by making it maybe more practical because I believe a lot of teachers are not practical. They, they know a lot of wisdom, but then when it comes to put it in action, it's a little vague, we could say. Yeah, no, I, I love that so much. Now, this journey, how long has it been since, really since since you read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? How long has that been? 
Yeah, so it's been seven years since the book, since I started my first business. It's three years now. So basically, the journey was three years long. And yeah, I started meditating probably three years ago. Yeah, amazing. Along that journey from from then to now, what would you say is kind of like the, the biggest lesson you've learned, whether about yourself, about business about entrepreneurship Mm. that's kind of up to you but but is there any one thing that you would say is the thing that stands out in your mind the most 100 percent. to me the biggest thing is this nothing and i mean truly nothing in your life is going to change until you do (laughs) you know so if a person wants to have more money, you need to change some aspects about you because you're the one who created the life you have, the good and the bad. If you want your relationship to be better, you need to upgrade yourself. You want your business to be better, you need to upgrade yourself. So anytime I want to level up, Kev, I'm not looking external. I'm looking internally. Okay, perfect. I created this. I, I created this. I take total responsibility for everything. I created this. Okay, if I want something new, something better, something else, I need to change some aspects about myself. And that's one of the best lessons I've learned. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Vash, man, you are incredible. This this whole journey you've been on is incredible. But more than that is I love the mindset element to it. And mm. I and I speak openly about myself is that Sometimes it's easy to say, I don't want the mindset. I just need the tactics. Just tell me <laughs> what to do. But the truth is, is that I think when we when we all are really honest with ourselves, we know ourselves better than anybody else. And so chances are, we know what we should be doing better than anybody else. Yes. Would you agree with that? 100% like... <laughs> Like, there are so many examples where people know exactly what to do. Like, there is not a rocket science. Like, if you are basically, your business is not where you want it to be, you know what to do to get it to the next level. If your health is not where you want it to be, you know there are certain things you could start doing to get it where you want to go. You know, in your relationship, the same. So... In many, many, many cases, people know what to do, but the the challenge is they're not doing it. And that's almost where I come to place. I tell people, I'm the guy who helps you apply what you know you should be doing. Of course, I might know certain strategies. I might help you with the tactics, but I could be giving you the best tactic that helped thousands of people. But if you don't apply it, what's the point? You can have a nice dinner conversation about it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, I love that so much. And it is, it's literally the truth. It is the Mm -hmm. truth. That's incredible. At this point in, in, in this journey you're on, what do you see for your future? A lot of people tell me, where do you see yourself in five years? I told them that I have no idea because if you asked me three years ago, where do you think you will be in five years? I would definitely aim much, 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 much lower than I'm now because I was operating from limited perspective. So I never said when I, where I will be in five years because I don't know. So I said usually for a year max. And where I believe I will be, Kev, I truly believe that I have powerful message. I truly believe that I'm making the unpractical practical. And I just believe 
that I will be very likely sharing my message, whether it's through, uh, let's say, on stage or whether it be through videos or through certain programs. I just believe that I have a powerful message to share, and that will be where I believe I will be spending a lot of time on. Absolutely. Powerful message indeed. Vash, where can people go when they need a little bit more of you in their life? Yeah, if the listener has any questions, just go to Instagram, message me, Vash. It's at Vash, that's V-A-S-H underscore Tomanek, T-O-M-A-N-E-C. I believe it will be in the show notes. And if you just want to see what we are about, you go to Manchapreneur and that's Mind and Entrepreneur together and dot com. And there you will find out more. Amazing, amazing, man. I am, I am so pumped up. You, you are one of those people, man, that I'm like, you know, you're just the kind of guy who sometimes you need to talk to once a week to get that little boost in you, mm-hmm. to get you excited about life, excited about new adventures. So, so thanks for being that boost today, Vosh. No, thank you, Kev. You, you have incredible energy and I'm so happy that you're keeping the energy high and you're just going where you want to go, man. So big, big thumbs up for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you listening today, my hope is that you feel the same way. So whether you check out today's show notes and start following Vosh over on Instagram or check out all the other links that you can connect with him, do that. Or maybe it's time for you to shut off the phone, shut off the computer, shut off this podcast and do a little meditating. I think we've all been inspired by Vosh today to at least give it a try. <laughs>